Why is it the same repetitive mistakes continue to rob salespeople of more commission checks, regardless of industry, size of company, or region of the globe? These same inhibitors are holding us back from reaching our full potential. Amongst many industry awards, Ian Selby achieved the accolade of top salesperson in the world at Apple. And in this podcast, he will discuss the issues that sales professionals encounter from his own experiences, confessing to the problems he has endured and how he overcame them, giving the benefit of his wisdom to everyone listening who work in the world of sales. To help you, he will reveal strategies to overcome the issues hurting salespeople and helping you reach new levels of sales success. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons, more wins. With your host, Ian Selby. Welcome to Confessions of a Sales Pro. This week, I have a very special guest. His name is Ryan Walter. Ryan has had a very successful professional hockey career, which included playing for the Montreal Canadiens, Washington Capitals, and finishing his career with the Vancouver Canucks. Ryan is also a Stanley Cup winner. Since hanging up the skates, Ryan is now a professional speaker, author, and coach and has developed intellectual property and processes that transfer key personal and team principles that work in professional sport into the lives of leaders and their people. Ryan, welcome to this week's podcast. Awesome, Ian. Awesome to be with you. I'm glad you were able to make the time, and I I really appreciate it. Um, Ryan makes home on uh, Island West of Vancouver, for those of you listening internationally. So uh, fairly close to home. Uh, After he retired, he decided to stay, which we're all glad he did. So Ryan, I've got a few questions for you today that are about your experience in sport, team, and and winning, and how they transfer into other things like business and sales and leadership. So if if it's all right with you, I'll, I'll give you the first question. What are the key connectors between success in sports and success in business? Well, Ian, you uh, you set that one up for me to knock it out the park, uh, out of the park. That's awesome. You know, there's so many connectors, and I think that's what we really have fun with is taking the principles, playing with them in the game of sport. You know, a lot of people like cricket. They like you know, football, rugger maybe a little hockey, basketball, football, so you can, you know, watch things happen at that micro level and then transfer those principles into the world of business, into the world of sales for sure, and that's where you and I have so much fun. To be an example, um, you know, when you think of the talent that people have, so let's say we have a talented salesperson, uh, very organized, Um, you know, understands the funnel, does all of those things very well. Be very much like, you know, maybe a a young rookie at the NHL level has lots of talent, you know, has got a great shot, can skate at this level. But what we're finding, and I'm sure you do, Ian, is that talent and skill are sort of the beginning, right? We we see the mindset Mm -hmm. and the belief system of the person, of the athlete, of the salesperson, to be the accelerator of, of the skill. And I think that is such an important place for us to play, whether we're 
you know, in the world of sport, uh, whether we're leading a team or we're, you know, a top salesperson, is it so much comes the acceleration of the sales process comes out of the belief system and the mindset of the player. So well said, Ryan. I mean, I think what you're saying is most people have the skills by the time they make a professional athlete sport uh, of any sport, as you said, hockey, baseball, could be anything. And same in the world of sales. Once you've got a, a professional career going on, you, you, you've got the, the training, the, the experience, the skill set. But skill doesn't win the cup. I, I, I think it's will that wins the cup. And that's where you're going. That's where you're getting into the mindset and belief system uh, of people, which is a really good segue to the next question I'd love to ask you, which is, you know, bang on. Do you believe mental toughness in sport is transferable skill to have um, an intentional mindset in business? Do you think it's transferable? Yeah, totally do, Ian. Uh, and it comes down to this concept that, you know, many um, pundits talk about in leadership, the difference between nature and nurture. You know, like when I, I had a chance to go back, my dear wife allowed me to go back and do a master's degree in leadership business at 45 years old. And the reason I give Jenny credit is she had to take a whole, you know, bunch more bulk of the work uh, while I went to school. And, but it was, it, it was always, it's always worth increasing education. And that was a formal way to get education. Here's, here's what I want to say is the big question in leadership is always, you know, are you born a leader nature or, or do you develop leadership skills, nurture? And I think obviously, you know, you and Jen and I would agree that it's both. People, you know, come out of the womb with a certain characteristics that might push them a little farther as, as a, a nat people say, oh, you're a natural leader. Well, that's what they see. They see that part. But, you know, I, I haven't met a leader yet that isn't a learner. But John Maxwell said that. Leaders mm. are learners. The, the other part, Ian, that I think, and that's why this idea, just coming back to mental toughness, is I think to develop mental toughness, we all, and you and I have been through this, we all have to develop it through experience. And, you know, it's, it's, hard, it's hard to learn hard knocks <laughs> and, until, yeah. until you have them, right? Yeah, and so lots of, yeah, lots of people have hard knocks and don't learn. So I'll put that on the table. But, but I would say that this concept of mental toughness is not only developed, uh, you know, in a school or in a learning process, but also through our, the experiences of our lifetime. That's so well said, Ryan. I, I think, you know, uh, experience, in terms of just reading resumes and hiring people through the years, we've probably both been here, where it's, oh, there's their education, great. And that they've got a degree in this, and, and degrees are great. Don't get me wrong, but that to me just says they're good at finishing what they start. So they're 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 good at you know sticking to it and, and getting the job done. I really pay more attention to their experience. What have they done? What have they learned? What were their failures? And what were their successes? But you're right. I, I love what you said, Ryan, about 
leaders continue to learn because the world continues to change and evolve. And we've got to stay, you know, if you want your company to grow, all the people in the company better keep growing. So I really like what you said about mental toughness there. It's, uh, so what, Ryan, so most of our listeners are in leadership roles or in sales roles uh, across internationally. Um, what's your take on leadership and sales? From your well, view- I love that. Yeah, I love it, Ian. And, and I, I really believe that sales is leadership and leadership is sales. Now, I, I think there's such a strong connection. You know, if you think, uh, again, Many pundits would say if you only had one word you could use to describe leadership, it would have to be influence. I, I, I think that, you know, without influence, we, we don't lead. And without influence, we, you know, we're, we're, we're not going to sell much. I think the other key word that is a, a bridge or a transference is the word credibility. You know, with, without credibility, we can't lead. And without credibility, you know, Who's getting, at least they might buy once, but they won't buy twice. So I think that the, I love this concept, Ian, that, that we can see ourselves as leaders. And, and that's a powerful, because a whole, you know, you and I love sales, but a lot of, there's a bunch of people that, that don't like to say, you know, you ask them, Hey, what do you do? And, you know, they say, well, I'm in sales. It's almost like they cringe when they say that. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I love sales. I think it's, it's a brilliant, brilliant opportunity to grow as a person and a leader. And the thing I love about sales is that there's a, there's a desired outcome, right? Like you, it's like the world of sport. You have to produce. There's no hiding. Absolutely. I, I really love what you said there. I, I Sales to me is a lot like baseball. There's lots of stats. So there's lots of things we can measure ourselves, our, our revenue achievement, our activity levels, our professional development. There's, there's lots of things for us to keep score with. And I'm a big believer if you don't measure it, you'll never manage it. I like what you said that a salesperson actually is a leader. And, and that's how when I'm training them, that's what I like to, to plant those seeds because they're kind of running their own business within the business and if you're going to run your business you better you better lead it before it leads you so i think there's some great transferabilities there ryan in terms of of what you've shared with with our listeners there that's fantastic why is team energy so elusive in some cultures because some people they they understand that it has to be there we got to have team energy you know it's on the wall on a plaque somewhere but it's not being turned into behavior or company DNA. Why is it so elusive in some cultures, right? Yeah, it's, uh, I think right away, Ian, um, we would point to leadership. Um, you know, uh, Gallup has been telling us for 20 years now that people don't leave companies, they leave managers. And, mm-hmm. and so we, the first thing you look at, if, if anybody says, oh, this is a dysfunctional workplace, the first place you look is is at the performance of, of leadership. Uh, I think the other piece, though, around energy is powerful. Um, you know, it, it takes time to generate, to, to pull together, to build what many of us would call synergy. Um, so, so synergy, energy, right, they, they're similar, um, but different. 
And, and I think that the concept of energy is something that, you know, people really want to keep their eyes on. I once asked Elaine Vigneault, who was the head coach of the Vancouver Canucks, and, and I was his assistant for a couple of years. And I asked Elaine, what's the number one thing that a head coach focuses on at the NHL level or at pro sport level? And, and without hesitating, he said, the energy of my team. And I think that that is, it doesn't have to be elusive, but it does have to be focused on. And a lot of people focus on performance. You know, the sales are up or sales are down. But very few people focus on human energy. That's so well said. Yeah, you're right. Performance is the outcome. That's the what. The, the, the how or the why is more about the energy, the team synergy. How are, you know, are we, are we committed to, to, to doing this for each other? I think that, that goes such a, such a long way. Great words of wisdom there on that one, Ryan, as well. What percentage of high performance overall do you think is mental? I, I you know, after uh, 63 years of life, and I guess, you know, probably... I don't know, what would it be, 45 years at the high-performance level now? I think, Ian, it's, it's a big chunk. Um, you know, people, uh, people point to attitude and they point to, you know, they point to, you know, thought process, mindset, and, and those are all, it's all true. I, I think that, you know, what we do and how we do it gets us a certain, you know, in a direction, you have to be able to skate to play at the NHL level, but a lot of great skaters never play a game. And that, and that for me is, is those, you know, it's those mental skills that are, that are so powerful. I think, I think the other thing that I like about mental skills is we don't have to build them in just in, if you're in sales, you don't, you don't have to just say, okay, I got to work on this in sales. I mean, the mental skills are across our lifetime, right? Like it, it's, it's the way that it's the way we do, you know, being a husband, it's the way we, we treat our kids. It's the way, you know, we, we, we participate in maybe it's, uh, you know, our community or our church. So the good news is that we can practice these continuously. And I think especially in this world of COVID that we're living right now, uh, the mental skills, let's add to those, you know, resilience and, and, um, and those ideas of bouncing back well from, from hard times. I think this is a beautiful time to, to work on those skills. That's so well said, uh, Ryan. Absolutely. It's, uh, the mindset, the mental toughness that uh, we've really needed to, 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 to embrace that in the last over year while we've been dealing with uh, this pandemic, it's, and, and so everyone's, most people are working from home. Usually you come to the office and I would liken that to the, in, in pro sport, you, you, you get into the dressing room and you're there with all your colleagues and you're, you know, you're bouncing off each other and we're, we're getting some energy and excitement and same, same in the business setting. Uh, with the pandemic, we've all been instituted to our homes. And staying mentally fit has been a challenge for many. It's, uh, it, it's certainly not without its challenges. It's great that there's light at the end of the tunnel. Vaccinations are, are rolling out everywhere. And uh, 
a new norm will be uh, will be coming soon. Brian, I want to thank you very, very much, sincerely, for coming on uh, Confessions of a Sales Pro this week. I'd really like to, to give our listeners an opportunity. How how could the listeners of the podcast reach out to get a hold of you, Ryan? Whether they want to touch base, engage some of your services, or learn more about some of the things you've shared today. How would they best do that? Thank you, Ian. RyanWalter.com is the easy way. Uh, so send us a note there, and we would love to connect with everybody. Uh, sign up for our, our e-newsletter. Uh, that's another way that we can add value to, you know, to your, your listeners. And then Ian, it's just Ryan at RyanWalter.com as the email. I give my, my cell phone on the, uh, on the uh, podcast, but it's, uh, you know, people won't have a chance to write it down quick enough, but RyanWalter.com or Ryan at RyanWalter.com. That's pretty easy. That's fantastic. Again, Ryan Walter has been our guest on Confessions of a Sales Pro. Again, Ryan, thank you so much. Uh, say hi to your lovely wife, Jennifer, for me, and have a wonderful day. Thanks, Ian. If you have found this episode informative and helpful, we would be honored and appreciative if you would share this podcast with other great salespeople like yourself. And we look forward to you joining us for all new episodes weekly, every Thursday. Please subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. If you'd like us to help you grow your sales commissions, visit us at salesmentoryou.com. Confessions of a Sales Pro. Lessons, more wins. With Ian Selby.